0: sound hey everyone thanks for joining me for today's podcast um if you're new to the podcast please at the end subscribe uh to the podcast also i'm on instagram um without a sound pod okay that's the handle at without a sound pod talking about instagram guys i came across this crazy story um well it's not a story it's a true something true that happened something horrible um it is the story about bianca devins so this um this murder um is actually not an unsolved murder the person who actually committed this atrocity was found at the scene but i'm going to be doing two stories and what my goal is um for today is to kind of convey like the importance of social media what it does to to us as adults but especially like all these <laughs> you know everybody that's on it it affects everybody that's on it i mean we just got over a president who used Twitter as a mode of communication with everybody an entire population but current presidents have had instagram accounts so what does social media do like nowadays like this is okay so you'll hear this uh this story about Bianca and what happened to her and how this guy was just and how he used social media to put himself out there, which is to me, it boggles my mind. I can't understand why anybody would do that. But again, talking about, um, social media and its uses, um, you know, social media has, It's great uses, you know, I'm here from my home doing a podcast where like, what, 20 years ago, 30 years ago, I probably would not be able to do. Um, The second murder and unsolved disappearance that I'll be talking about is one that happened in the 90s. Um, You know, there was no social media, but there was still media. We've always had like the news outlets and... It, we gotta we gotta use what we have for good is basically what I'm trying to say because um, in the 90s uh, people would disappear and it just depended on how you looked whether or not you made the six o'clock news although nowadays we have facebook we have instagram and I have seen several people post Uh, experiences or looking for like uh, somebody a child who's disappeared and it's kind of like you know get the word out there and I'm glad that that exists because sometimes the police are not able to start an investigation into much later so um, again the uses of uh, media is what I'm gonna be looking at okay a lot of information I got from Wikipedia but I had initially started watching this um documentary on it uh it was created by buzzfeed unsolved network so if you get a chance watch it it's very well covered on there i didn't watch the whole thing but definitely give give them a watch it's crazy okay so Bianca was considered an Instagram e-girl, and I had to look this up because I didn't know what it is, which pretty much dates me. Um, so an e-girl or an e-boy usually has dyed hair. Um, frequently two colors, heavy black eyeliner, pink blush on nose and cheeks, jewelry, and um, It's a septum or another facial piercing and an O-ring collar or chain necklace and part, um, and part anime, part goth inspired clothing. Uh, so I guess that's what an Instagram e-girl or e-boy means. I did not know. Okay, so, um, sorry, put my notes down here. Um, so on july thirteenth, two 2019 bianca and this guy last name clark traveled to new york city for the night to see a performance um before the performance even started they picked up a friend apparently and bianca kissed him okay so a little background neither Clark was her boyfriend and uh, the, the guy that she kissed was her boyfriend. It seems that, um, Bianca and Clark were friends, uh, acquaintances and were not dating. But anyway, so she kissed a guy here at the concert and apparently that was what sparked, um, and served as a basis for him attacking and killing her. So he was angry enough still after the concert that he drove them to a secluded wooded area and during this drive uh, Bianca had fallen asleep and when he found a place that he felt was secluded enough he stopped and he woke her up. And he wanted to have a conversation, a discussion about her kissing this guy. Um, it's the information says that Bianca apologized, but said that they were not in a monogamous monogamous. I can't even say the word monogamous relationship. So Clark was not satisfied with her response and allegedly began assaulting her and eventually repeatedly uh, slicing her neck uh, with a long knife that was hidden by his seat, killing her. And right after this gruesome event, he decides to leave the car and he builds a bonfire. But um, that's not it. We're going to get to what happened next so like i said clark and bianca uh were friends and some even considered them family friends and it seems that he had always sometimes not always but sometimes referred to him as her boyfriend and that he would say he wanted more out of this friendship so definitely there was something that he wanted, that, uh, wasn't happening. And so, um, it says that so- some of the other, uh, people that knew them feared that he was actually is- exploiting Bianca. And that's kind of unclear to me. I don't know how he would have been exploiting her, but it's certainly possible. Um, so, okay so he builds a bonfire and then he starts making calls to family at this point as well so after the incident he starts calling family and telling them what he's done and that propels family members to dial 911 to uh, ask about what is going on okay so meanwhile back at the site of the murder um clark decides to take pictures of bianca and post them onto social media wow um it the information says he took photographs of bianca's bloodied body and posted them to a discord server um they were accompanied by a caption that said sorry fuckers um you're going to have to find somebody else to orbit sorry for the explicit word there i didn't realize <laughs> that was gonna pop out um okay so by 7:20 a.m the next morning police had been made aware of the murders by users on discord um and they had received numerous calls, apart from the family members' calls. Um, and also, including Clark, who called the police himself. So, um, once they got to the area, he stabs himself in the neck. And all while posting more photos online um it's quite incredible what this person, you know, I don't know what they were thinking why is it because, you know, media instills in us like, oh, you know, you got to show, you know, you got to get more likes or I don't even know what this person was thinking at that time posting something so horrific, um, online. And I'm sure there was people who were like, uh, would be like myself stunned. And then there are those who would be like, Oh yeah, this is great. I mean, we have all kinds in this world, unfortunately, but, um, or fortunately, I'm not quite sure. Anyways, so <sighs> he survives his suicide attempt. Um, and so good thing he was not successful in that. Um, and he's taken to the hospital. But before all that, he once he stabs himself, he re- lays down next to a green tarp, which was concealing Bianca's body. And when police uh, went to discover her body, she was nearly decapitated. I mean, he went at her almost cutting off her head, which is very, a very angry person. It takes a very angry and powerful person to do that to another human being. Um, and not right at all. But, um, okay, so he actually also painted he spray painted a suicide note uh with the message may you never forget me which like who like we'd like to forget you um because not a nice person so the police confirmed that the body was that of bianca and clark was charged with second degree murder by the next so the police um once they had time to collect the evidence they found ample evidence that suggested that this was all premeditated because they found knives, robe, and multiple uh, multiple tools that were found at the scene. So uh, investigator Peter Paladino believes that Clark committed the murder to differentiate himself from other quote unquote beta orbiters (laughs) and i'm assuming this has to do with social media again social media is playing a big part on the creation of like oh you know bigger and better we got to get more likes we got to like be out there you got to put out the later stuff out there and you know, now with, you know, social media influencers, you, you gotta be, uh, you gotta find your, your niche, as they say, right? It seems that Clark himself has told different people, um, in his life, for different reasons as to why he did what he did. So he's changing his story, um. I guess, depending on who's listening to him. But on February 10th, 2020, he pleaded guilty to the murder and is facing 25 years to life in prison at this time. Okay, so that was from 2019. And now we're going to go back in time to 1991. This was pre all that social media but it was like on the cusp because this is, this was the year when AOL uh, started. (laughs) All right, so we went from 2019, the, you know, top of social media to 1991. So we're gonna go back to December, 1991 to tell you about a disappearance, the disappearance of Melody McCoy. Melody McCoy went missing during Thanksgiving break on in the year 1991. She had left her home, which is part of the 300 block of North Mount Street to visit a friend who was on Lombard Street but it is not clear if she spent the night there, but in another, in a Reddit article that I read, it said that she had stayed the night at this friend's house. So, and so she spends the night with her friend who lived in the Poe homes on Saratoga Street. And she spent the Saturday night with a friend who lived in the Lexington Terrace housing project on Fremont Avenue. So it seems there was two friends, and she moved from one place to the next place. Um, and But it's not clear if she went home between visiting these friends or not. So Melody was last seen on December 1st, 1991, or at around 7 p.m., and it says that her friend's mom woke up the next morning December 2nd, 1991, and Melody was gone. Melody left behind her coat and bicycle, which had a flat tire, and it's not clear why she left her coat, but she borrowed one from a boy who lived in that vicinity. Uh, Melody's mother did not report her missing until December 3rd, um, because she assumed that she was spending Sunday night at her aunt's aunt's house but in the reddit account it said that she had spent these days at a friend's house and she was commuting from the friend's house to the school and so mom assumed that melody was actually going to school when that wasn't the case and i'm so surprised that i guess it was a lack of communication that the friend's mom didn't contact uh, melody's mom and say hey is she back there i don't know i mean i'm like overly paranoid duh i'm doing this podcast for a reason right (laughs) um so anyways um so uh so she did not report her missing until december 3rd because she assumed she was spending sunday night at her aunt's house police do not believe that melody melody left of her own free will and uh she was barely a sixth grader Uh, She went to a school called Harlem Park Elementary Middle School. Um, I guess it's two in one. (laughs) She was a good student, got good grades, and had good attendance record. So at the time of her disappearance, Melody would have been five, five foot tall, about 100 pounds. She is dark skinned, brown shoulders, brown shoulder length, hair, brown eyes, and a mole on her right cheek. She was last seen wearing a a boy, sky blue waist-length coat, and puffy sleeves, a blue sweatshirt, blue jeans, yellow socks, and either red Reebok sneakers or white sneakers. The thing about this story is <laughs> there is hardly any information on this missing uh, unsolved mystery because, again, the police were involved. Um, what? She disappeared on the 2nd, a whole 24 hours later is when they were involved. Um, if you disappear on the, four, on the first, that would make it, what, 48 hours. Um, so, I don't know about you guys, but if you've watched 48 hours, I mean, those are crucial, um, crucial hours into finding somebody, um, that has gone missing. Unfortunately, nothing has ever been found in regards to Melody's disappearance, and I believe... The area where she actually disappeared, the apartment complex that from where from which she got disappeared from, has been demolished, and nothing has ever been found. Um, you know, and this one stru- struck me because I again, 1991, I had never heard about this uh, missing person. Um, this happened in Baltimore, Maryland, in 1991, and according to sources, there wasn't even any any news or any media or any light uh, sh- uh, shown on this uh, victim. So, and again, 1991, AOL is barely starting, and social media is not what it is now. But I find, going back to this whole media thing, I find it really interesting because, you know, with or without social media, there's still people who go on. I don't even know what the word is. Undiscovered? Un, unshown? <laughs> um, they're not given the spotlight in the news. Uh, social media now, Instagram, I think, has is like your best bet. Facebook, um, word of mouth, because the news doesn't even cover like half the stuff that happens. Um, we have now like neighborhood uh, apps that help you keep track of things. You know, your missing pets, um, and all these are great and amazing and definitely um, worth getting. Um, especially if you're like paranoid, right? Like me. Um, so, I mean, we've come a long way since 1991, but again, just want to emphasize that social media nowadays is, you gotta be careful with it. I mean, always teach children and teens the correct ways to use social media and how to keep safe what to post because none of this ever really disappears so we want to be really careful as to what we post and it's not about likes it's about you know doing something that you like and contributing to society this is what we've always you know strived to be like productive members of society I feel but um and social media is can definitely help and support that right ambition if you have that but Man, the things you see nowadays, it's, to me, it's just, it's crazy. Anyways, just wanted to, just wanted to kind of do that kind of comparison in regards to showing you um, the bad, I guess, the bad about social media and then what happens if you don't have social media, right? So whereas social media is good it also has really bad sides but it's preferable to no media because then no media really gets you nowhere real fast okay guys well uh thank you guys for joining me uh please subscribe please join me on my instagram account at without a sound pod um and like me on there. If you have any comments, shoot me a message through there, um, DM me. Um, and, uh, if you have any other, um, information that you'd like to share or like you think I'm wrong or you think I'm right, (laughs) you know, that's what we're, you know, open communication and discussion. Anyways, all right. Well, thank you for joining me. I will see you next time. Without sound.